Cool. Hello, guys, and welcome to the second episode now of Eat Their Foods with myself, Chris. And me, Brad. Cool. So today we're going to cover probably two main topics and we'll see where it goes. Um, the first one will be around something that we asked on Instagram earlier in the week around sweeteners and um, are they good or are they bad for you? Where do you sit? We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about kind of group coaching, the benefits of it, um, some of the downsides because as with most things, there's ups and downs. Um, and then we'll go from there. So how you been, Brad? Good week? Yeah, not too. I've been busy. Um, busy, 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 catching up with all, all of this stuff. Um, doing some editing for this stuff and, you know, general... Learning Photoshop and video stuff. Oh, yeah, man, it's been madness. That's, that program is so confusing. By the time... <laughs> so you learn the basics. Yeah. And by the time you've learn the basics and you move on to something else you forget the basics <laughs> like because there's so much stuff to do yeah um, but yeah you can do quite a lot of it so all right so um how's your week been anyway uh busy i've not been editing any videos but sorted out the first week of the podcast which if you haven't go and check that out to understand a little bit about what we're doing here with eat live lose um and then just coaching at the gym so yeah it's been a pretty full-on week um not a lot of downtime, but it's been good. Cannot complain one bit. Yeah. So, let's talk sweet. Let's talk sweet. Sweeteners. Yeah. Oh, so, God. where do we start from there? <laughs> sweeteners are bad for you, bro. They are. Don't don't touch them. Like powdered form, pill form. Don't touch sweeteners. Yeah, no. They're not good. Um, yeah. The question we put out on Instagram. So we put it out on uh, Instagram story uh, with a quick poll. Um, I was putting a sweetener in my tea at the time because I have sweetener in my tea. And thought, hey, why not? Let's share that and see what people think, see what get people's ideas and thoughts and opinions on it. And it wasn't intentionally going to go on the podcast, but because of the response, we thought, let's go and share some news about what sweeteners are um, and if they are good for you or bad. And I mean, is anything inherently good or bad for you? Who knows? <laughs> McDonald's is good for you. Depends how many drinks you've had and then 20 nugget boggles taste quite good afterwards. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, sweeteners. What's your... Let's go from two perspectives, maybe. Let's okay. go so, for the first of... What do you think... Or what do you hear most from people about sweetness? So, I remember when... Probably about four years... Four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, when, I think, Diet Coke and Coca-Cola Zero was just creeping in. Um, and I remember I had a bottle of... Um, of normal coke and someone else had a bottle of diet coke and i used to believe um that you know that whole saying oh diet coke is worse yeah than full fat coke or full sugar coke yeah most people put full fat coke but yeah it's many sugar in coke yeah, not yeah, fat yeah. but anyway um, it's another story <laughs> yeah like people still believe that that's better for you um i don't know what they think is better is the fact that the one's got a sweetener and one's got sugar? Does that is that what determines bad and good? Um, or the fact that I would say what's probably better is the fact that he's got less calories in. Yeah. Um, so, um, in terms of the actual sweetener itself, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, there isn't, and I think. I think the main reason why a lot of people think that there is is because of how the media portrays certain yeah. things. Um, there's nothing inherently wrong with having, say, a sweetener in your tea or a drink which has sweeteners in place of sugar. Um, 
I'm not an advocate of going saying to go next 17 cans of Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Your dentist probably would not be happy with us no. if we said that. And it's probably not going to be that great for you because anything in excess really isn't that great for you anyway. Um, but sweeteners by themselves in terms of, let's say you have one with your tea rather than sugar, or you're putting sweetener in your breakfast cereal, or you're having a sweetener drink such as a Diet Coke. Yep. Um, or any other diet drinks that are available that you like. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I think it's just the way the media portrays it. Yeah. No, it, I would say portrayed, but they still portray it in that way now. Yeah, yeah. I find. Yeah, 100%. Especially with the... Uh, um, I remember, I think it was last year or earlier this year, there was this massive thing um, doing the circles on aspartame. Um, yeah. Which is one of the biggest sweeteners in... Uh, like your fizzy drinks and stuff like that and um, I won't go too in too much there of the study but they did a they did a study on rats um, obviously we're not rats but really <laughs> basically they said you have to I can't remember the exact number but you have to drink a shitload yeah. of a, like diet cokes to even have some slight effect on your body um, yeah and even that wasn't even that detrimental. Um, basically, it's fine to drink Diet Coke. And I think it should be implemented into a healthy diet. Um, because uh, if you can take a whole bottle of Coke um, yeah. and add that onto your top of your daily calories, you can easily topple over onto a calorie surplus or stay at maintenance. And if you're really focused on trying to lose weight, yeah. It could be a big difference um, over a space of a week. Let's say, for example, you have one bottle of Coke a day and you swap that for a diet option. That can be the difference between going into a deficit or staying the way you are. Um, and everyone seems to think that because it's a chemical um, of some sort that it's bad for you, but you can get natural sweeteners. Um, but even the chemical sweeteners, i.e. aspartame, the ones that are manufactured so to speak they're not bad for you because they are manufactured yeah if they were there would be massive outlaw in terms of like the food regulations all kind of food standards yeah. standard agencies about them um which there isn't and yeah. we should probably look up kind of what their stance on it is but i'm sure they'd agree in the terms of there's nothing wrong in normal consumption of it. It's where you get excessive consumption of like 20 cans of Diet Coke a day. Yeah, and even then... Which might then cause a possibility of a slight issue. Yeah. Um, I think the main issue is with sweeteners is just don't drink too much of it because it won't do your teeth any favours. You'll become best exactly. friends with your dentist. Uh, your dentist will love you, but there's not something you want to become best friends with. Um, yeah, your credit card company might love you as well because you have to... <laughs> Pay for your dentist treatment on credit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless you live in... Is it Scotland you get it for free? I think. Um, I'm not sure. I think Scotland you get dental treatment for free, I'm pretty sure. Um, if you live in Scotland, maybe let us know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the dentist isn't cheap and sweeteners probably shouldn't no. be drunk in excess yeah. of like loads of cans a day. So overall, should you be scared of sweeteners? No. Should you replace some of your regular sugar with sweeteners, 100%, especially if you are looking to lose weight. If you're looking mm. to just maybe stay at the weight you are, then it doesn't have to be something that you should think about too much. Yeah. Um, but it should always be considered. Um, and 
I I find that some of the diet drinks taste better than the normal ones. Um, yeah. Just because you, where it's got no, normal regular, I'm gonna say regular sugar, uh, full <laughs> sugar in, it can leave like a bit of a texture in your mouth, and diet stuff doesn't do that. I find personally. Um, Definitely, I think just on the diet drinks as well. If you're going out for say drinks with friends or whatever, having diet drinks in place of a full sugar drink is a really easy way in terms of yeah. cutting down the amount of calories you consume from alcohol. Yeah. Um, I, whenever I have rum, rum, I always have it with Diet Coke. Um, it's natural for me to ask for it with Diet Coke. And a lot of bartenders question, oh, Diet Coke? You want, you want Diet Coke, not normal yeah. Coke? And yeah, it's a really easy way just to cut down on kind of your sugar and both, because ultimately it comes down to calories. Cut yeah. down your calorie intake across the day. Um, or if you're going out, cut down the calorie intake from that night out. So yeah, it's just an easy way of again adapting things around your lifestyle, which it's not a massive change. The taste might vary very slightly, but I think as soon as you start to drink it, you then start to drink like you said, normal sugar, full sugar drinks, and it doesn't taste. No, it doesn't as taste good. as good. And I think that's that is not that's very um, like. A, based on our opinions um, it doesn't not saying that they taste better or worse we're just saying in our opinions we think that it tastes better after you've been over drinking diet but natural response um, natural instinct when after you've been drinking diet stuff is to just pick up a bottle of diet coke and and I think you also enjoy it a little bit more um is that because people might feel guilty? Yeah, and drinking a full sugar drink. Yeah, and yeah. it's a shame that people think like that, but that's a whole different another podcast. Next but, week, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's you may not have to think about that um, aspect of oh shit, I've just drunk like 150 calories worth of yeah, like you know, drink and whatever. Um, also. It's really good if you are, um, just leading on to what Chris said, um, what, uh, drinking out with friends. Yeah. If you're going out for an evening meal and you order something, I don't know, you go to Pizza Express and you grab yourself a pizza, that could be something quite useful to keep within some calories. Um, just to make sure that you are not going over those calories, um, yeah, you know, not going over that limit of where you go into maintenance and def and surplus. So, should you avoid sweeteners, Chris? Uh, I think we can safely say no. You no. shouldn't avoid sweeteners. Yep. The only time you avoid sweeteners is if you drunk too many in one day. But for most people, you've probably got bigger worries about the effects of how many cans of diet coke you're drinking if you're getting to that point. That's, oh, your teeth off. Yeah, that's a whole. That that's one of the big things. Right? If you are actually worrying about whether <coughs> or not you should be having sweetener inside your tea or not, um, but you're not actually training and you're not actually eating very well, you need to go back a couple of steps. Um, these are the little things that you need to change. Yeah. The f- big things you need to be thinking about is you know your intake of carbohydrates, your intake mm. of protein, your intake of fats, how active you are, what you're doing in the gym, are you even training in the gym? They're the things that you need to uh, look at first, I would say. Yeah, 
No, definitely. Um, and I think you kind of alluded to it already, but one thing that I wanted to expand on is around the easy substitutions. If, say, for instance, you are tracking your calories, I know, for instance, I would prefer massively to have food, um, have my calories from food, yeah. rather than from a drink, yeah. i.e. you can still enjoy that bottle of fizzy drink as a diet drink, save yourself those calories and eat those calories because I'm a massive fan of food, I love food, I would much rather have a bit more food to eat yeah, and right. then drink that because you can still drink again a diet drink and then have a bit more food. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather eat my calories and you're going to be a lot more full from yeah. eating your calories which if you are tracking your calories and in a calorie deficit, you know that trying to remain full through those meals that you eat is probably quite, can be a bit of a challenge, especially at the start, um, as you kind of get used to lower calorie options. Um, so drinking your calories is a really, really quick way to kind of prevent yourself from feeling full from your meals. Yeah, you, the last thing you want to do is use up your calories through drinking unnecessary stuff, basically. Um, it's not going to fill you up. Um, I think that's the biggest point is most people struggle with a diet is because they f don't feel full up. Yeah, so, so you want to eat more. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is, is um, you know, waste those calories through a drink. Um, don't drink your calories, eat your calories, um, 100%. I think that's a good line to end on, some yeah. sweetness and calories. Yeah, and I think that moves <laughs> Don't drink them, eat them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is exactly it. Live your life by that and you'll go far. Yeah. Um, I think that's moves us swiftly on to yeah. um, group training and boot camp classes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was reading something uh, the other day and at the bottom it said what you should look for in terms of a coach when it comes to group training. And it had um, it had at the bottom like two different types of boot camp classes. Your first one would be um, your typical instructor where they're standing at the front of the class and they're just looking down on you and just pointing their finger and yelling in your Almost face. Almost like full metal jacket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and some people like that sort of military vibe sort of stuff. It gets some people going. It does. Um, but in terms of what you're going to... Uh, achieve and the level of service you're going to get from that person in my opinion is shit um, and I'll give you and I'll, and I'll expand on that because what I mean by this if you've got someone standing at the top and just yelling at you and going right now you need to do some burpees now you need to do that you're probably you know and I know because I've been there myself you're probably thinking I don't even know how to do this exercise. Yeah. So you look around and you're <laughs> yeah. like, right, let me follow her. Or actually, maybe I should follow him. Yeah. Um, Wait, they're doing it differently. Which yeah. one should I follow? Yeah. And they're probably thinking the Definitely. same. And then before you know it... Everyone's doing different things. And yeah. no one's doing it right. No. And <laughs> yeah. you walk away and you're like, oh yeah, I really feel that today. Um, but are you feeling it in how you should be? Or in my right places? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you, then we can argue that it then looks at injuries and stuff. Um, but what would you say would be ideal in, in terms, terms of, of what you look for? Yeah, in coaching and stuff like that. Um, I think one thing that's kind of always stuck me for my PT course 
which I guess again is a different topic for another day in terms of what the PT course gives you. But one thing that really, really stuck with me is it doesn't take a good trainer to be able to make you work hard. Yeah. But it takes a good trainer to make you be able to progress and progress well. Yeah. Um, for instance, your auntie or your uncle or your cousin could probably shout at you to go and do that stuff. Yeah. Because they know their exercises. Um, so it doesn't take a good trainer to do that. Um, I think someone, if you're looking for someone who, what you want to be looking for in kind of a good coach, whether that's one-to-one or group coaching, is someone that's actually going to pay attention to what people are doing. Yeah. Rather than shouting numbers, rather than shouting exercises out, yes, they're going to tell you, yes, they're going to push you. Um, more than, They're going to push you more than what you would do normally yourself. Yeah. But someone that's going to actually look what you're doing, maybe hands-on, get a bit of physical, and actually change your body position to help you out and guide you a little bit. Yep. Um, go round and actually look at what people are doing and yep. coach them through different cues. Yeah. So even in group coaching setting, there's plenty of time and availability as people are doing the exercises to actually coach people. So, I don't know, let's say for squats, for example, and there's like two people at the front or two people at the back with their chest collapsing down towards their knees. All it takes is a split second for a good coach to see that and go, actually, guys, let's try and keep our chest up towards the sky as we're squatting down. Yeah. Um, I think there's just little things like that which are going to add to, A, the quality of the coach and the kind of service that he's given. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're paying for his service. Exactly. It should be good. You're paying yeah. money for it. Um, but also, secondly, to help you out with your results, like you were saying, yes, you might feel it, but are you feeling it in where you should be in the first place when yeah. you're doing the exercise? And be afterwards, when you're feeling it after the session, are you feeling it in the right place you should have been feeling? Um, it's really easy not to, but because you're in some sort of discomfort, you feel like you've had a good session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the classic Dom's argument. Yeah. Oh, um, um, <laughs> I was, you know what, saying that, um, I was clicking through Facebook and I saw... Um, the best education tool. Yeah, it actually <laughs> is. Um, a picture that another person... PT had posted up and he was like um, just commenting saying there was a picture of like someone rubbing their hand together going yes yes clients are sore today yeah. and I was like as much as it was fun I was like uh, yeah like you don't know yeah, you, uh, let's not say too much but um, yeah. but then, then you see why people if PTs are saying that yeah you then see why clients are like oh I'm not feeling sore that session wasn't good or I didn't work as hard I need to work harder or yeah on the flip side, oh, I'm really sore the next day. That session was amazing. No, but it it shouldn't. I would say the f- more advanced you are into training, the less dons you should have, mm. um, unless you've gone through a complete new cycle. Yeah, um, like you've started you've a new cycle. Your exercises yeah, around. you've changed the exercises. Let's say, for example, you're used to doing uh, back squats constantly, and you go into front squats. You're gonna feel it a little bit different because it's it's, it's a bit of a shock to the system, um, but yeah, you shouldn't be walking away from every session and going, oh yeah, like that was a really good session I'm making here and here and here. Yeah. Like, if we if we talk more into that, that's not gonna do you any favors because not in the long run, no. No, but if you've got a, if you've got um, someone who's just finished a leg session, let's say, and they're aching they're not gonna want to do a lot of walking they're not gonna want to move around a bit because they're in pain and that's one of the biggest things um that i hate 
seeing and hate hearing is yeah, people, coaches saying, yeah, I'm going to smash your legs and not be able to walk tomorrow. <laughs> How are they going to... I want you to walk tomorrow. Yeah, like, I'd rather you walk more than come in the gym. Like, I, yeah. I, I generally would say that to someone. Um, but without going too off topic, um, <laughs> in terms of what you want to look for in a coach is if you're looking to spend more time with that coach in the future... You definitely want to look for someone that's going to come around, look at you at different angles, and yeah. you know, check that you are doing stuff right. Because, in my opinion, I think that's what makes a really good coach. Um, if you if that you are going to get these PTs that are going to stand there and shout in your face and go, "Come on, let's keep going," and yeah, you might enjoy the encouragement, but tell me, answer, if, if that's all they're doing, yeah, ask, anyone could shout. Yeah, ask yourself this. Right. If you if you do a class and you've got an instructor like that, tell me: Do you learn much? Are you progressing? Are you getting the results? And you know, are you coming away injured or anything like that? Are you getting it regularly? Are you That's getting injured really regularly? Um, injured? Are you enjoying it? You know, just because you know exercise isn't the best of things that we want to do. It's horrible, right? At times. At times, yeah. But if you're not enjoying any of your sessions because that trainer's in your face and is making you work really, really hard and stuff, like that's that's not good. Um, I've worked hard in training sessions before and in classes, but I walk away and go, do you know what, I really like that because yeah, I learned how to do an exercise properly. You've been pushed through I've that kind of group yeah. atmosphere rather yeah. than by yourself, which is... Probably one of the really good like parts of working as a group, yeah. Um, or working with like one to, like as partners if you're going to go train together. There's someone there to push you that extra little bit where you wouldn't yeah. typically do it yourself. Yeah. Um, I know personally, unless I've got a structured program and I know exactly what weights and reps I'm hitting, I might tend to ease off with myself a little bit or might put less effort into it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But if we are, if you are in a group setting. The massive community atmosphere, which again massively ties over into helping. A, you want to enjoy it if you're with a community and you're going to stick with it. Yeah. Um, and B, just getting to know other people because we all like to feel part of something. Yeah. I think, I guess that kind of leads nicely on. What What would you say some of the biggest benefits of group training are? Okay, so benefits mm, can go on for ages. Because I know we've maybe ranted a little bit about what to look. Yeah, for yeah, in yeah. certain coaches so what? we flip it round what would you say are like a reason to go do group yeah, stuff yeah so one of the first good coach obviously the first thing is you're going to meet new friends um, friends yeah um, <laughs> meet new people socialise yeah. um, some people you know really enjoy that aspect of it and I think that's needed if you're not going to get along with people um, then don't bother going to a group session um, yeah. you've got to you've got, <laughs> you've got have got to have like that whole uh, bit of banter have a laugh and yes it, it, it's not just there to go in and beat yourself it's there to have fun um when there are more people you can keep it keep each other accountable more um Definitely. so like you'll go in and be like oh, i tried this recipe the other day or you someone going yeah i've lost um two key um two kilos this month you'll be like you might not have, but the other person has that might motivate you. Um, and then you can just question each other, like, oh, how are you getting on? How are you finding it? 
um, and that's going to help you find that motivation that you know from yeah time to time you're going to lack it. Um, it comes and goes, right? Yeah, and I think uh, another benefit is it's fun. It's very variable. Um, yeah. Some people like variance in their training. Stops them getting bored. Um, it can be done very quickly. You can have a half an hour boot camp session and work quite hard um, in there. And they're quite easy to come across. Yeah. Um, and also, they're a lot cheaper than having one-on-one -on -one training. Um, yeah. And I think that's probably one of the biggest benefits. Like people, obviously, there's a value attached to kind of one-to-one -one service. You're getting yeah. a personalized service. You should be getting a personalized program, whether yep. you get that or not. Different topic. Um, but it is a lot cheaper to do group stuff. Yeah. And with a group group environment, you're still going to see some progress, especially if your base level of fitness for well, you think your base level of fitness is pretty low. Um, and you're just trying to develop that a group setting you for the price you pay is probably worth its weight in gold in terms of just getting a bit more active yeah and I think a lot of people um, something that I've always seen over the couple of years whether or not I've been running boot camps or not or just generally is they're like oh, I'm not sure if I want to come to it um, I'll be mm. the unfittest there but it's like, that doesn't matter that's the whole idea of a yeah. class is you can work at your own level um and also one good thing about group exercising and uh, you know just generally having a coach is you haven't got to think for yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone like, else does the thinking. Yeah. Like you buy a gym membership, right? And I know this. People go in, they don't know what they're doing, so they spend their gym membership plodding along on the treadmill. Like there are some gyms out there. That it's a safety equipment, right? Yeah, that is safe. They know what the button does. Yep. they know how their legs should move. They've been taking it. They've been taken through it by that um, in their induction. In induction. They know how it works. Let's go and do it. We know. Yeah. We, we as humans, and I know maybe it's getting a slight off topic of fitness, but we like to do what we know, right? Yeah. And we like not sitting in the comfort zone, but if we know how to do something, we're more willing to do it. Yeah. yeah. Rather than completely step out and go. And go and do something which you've never done before because yeah. you don't have the understanding of what that skill takes to, I don't know, go and do a bench press or yeah, 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 a, a exactly. barbell squat. And I think that comes on to what, like, you should, if you are someone that does that and you're spending £75 to have you know, a gym membership where you can use any gym in the area, I generally think you're wasting your money. Unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, if you're going to go to the gym and spend 20 minutes on the treadmill and maybe push the boat out and go on the rowing machine. <laughs> like, Don't go too far. No. If you're lucky, you might go on the spin bike if they've got them. Um, <laughs> like, you can do that outside. Um, if you look at, let's say, you have a gym membership over a space of t um, 10 to 12 months, uh, £50 a month, that's yeah. £600 a year. That's um, good stuff. It is. I had to think about that. Um, <laughs> like you can go get a bike for a decent bike for two yeah. two hundred pounds, and walking is for free. Like you can run outside for free. Yeah, you've already got trainers because you're using them on the treadmill. Yeah, um, you don't need to go get a gym membership for that. You can use your own um, headphones and stuff like that. What I would say is get a gym membership and just spend invest a little bit of money, even if it's for a month, three months. Or even if you go get an online coach or something like yeah. this, just go get yourself a coach just to learn 
about basic exercising. Mm. Um, to be honest, and this might sound strange coming from a PT, I really wish I had that yeah. when I started actually going to the gym more regularly because yeah. I had no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I'm still learning now kind of how to program better for myself and for others. Um, so always, and PTs have coaches, you've got a coach, right? Yeah, um, I've got a, got myself a coach. Um, There's no harm in getting a coach because no. if you wanted to, I don't know, if you wanted to sort out your finances, who would you go and get? You'd go and get an accountant. If you want to sort out your fitness, what's the like guilt or what's the downside of getting a coach? They're going to help you progress where you want to get to faster. Um, you're going to more likely to see the results that you're after. Yeah. Um, and it's going to get you wherever you want to get to in less time rather yeah. than kind of go through this up and down cycle of, oh, I'm starting to progress because if you're not doing anything at all, doing something is progression. Yeah, just make but you sure. really, really, really quickly either maybe injure yourself, yeah. which I've done in the past because I didn't know what I was doing, um, or you're going to really plateau really quickly because, again, you don't really know what you're doing. No. Um, so a coach is massively beneficial, I think. Yeah, just make sure you do research. Um, I, so a lot of people don't do research when it comes to coaches. They'll do research when it comes to looking for a mortgage advisor and stuff like that, but... I think, I, I don't know, I think some people might, but I think the, the, the results they're getting from their research is different. Because yeah, I can see that, yeah, yeah. I think it can be a little bit sketchy in terms of what the results PT show. Yeah, 100%. I, a PT, and we've completely gone off the topic of group yeah. coaching, but we'll come back to it in a second. A PT could easily show like one photo of this amazing transformation. Um, and whether they're telling the truth of how many days it was done in, um, who knows. But even if they are, that's maybe, maybe one out of 10 of their clients. And the other nine, and this isn't knocking their clients or the coach, the other nine might not have made that same progress. Um, you're cherry picking one person's results and saying this is my service, this is what the results will get you. Um, so even if you do your research, then maybe try out different people. Yeah. Um, because if you're going to go off one body transformation and then that's why you signed up to someone, you're going to be pretty disappointed in 60 days if you're not looking like that in what that other person looked like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it... Do your research, but then maybe try different PTs. I think do, I would say do some proper research. <laughs> do some um, proper research. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't mean just going. Oh, personal trainers in my local area. It's right. Let me get a list of PTs. Let me go ask around who's used it. Any of my friends use that PT? Anything on the internet? You know, as much as we slate the internet and social media, <laughs> it can be a good place to get some. Yeah. Um, I say reliable uh, opinions. Um, yeah, just take your time and just kind of question stuff yeah. that people do. Um, if you're like, let's go back to group training. If you've got a coach and he's just standing there at the top and he's going, do this now, yep, perfect, press up, let's go, and not coming around and helping you, question why doesn't he do that? Mm -hmm. um, that? That should be part of his role. Yeah, yeah. And go and question him, you know. Why aren't you going, coming around and helping us? Um, am, am I doing this right? Like, yeah. You, if you're not sure, you're paying do for ask. it. So, if you're paying for it, you're entitled to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's that's a big point. Is just research. Make sure you know what you're putting your money into. At the end of the day, it is your money. You can do what you want with it. You can. You have the right to question. 
what your service is. Exactly. It's, it's, you do it in any other service you pay yeah, for. If you're exactly. not getting what you think you should be getting. No. So there's no difference in whether it's group coaching, one-to-one stuff. No. There's no difference. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else on kind of group coaching? Um, Upsides, downsides? Uh, the only the only downside I would say to, and a lot of people would argue, is you aren't going to progress in ways that mm. you will do in a PT. But that then does represent what you pay. Yeah, and where, I guess, you are with yourself in terms of what your goals are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to walk into a group, glute, um, a group class. <laughs> Glutes on the mind. Yeah, um... <laughs> into a, um, a group-based class and you're not going to go and get nice big big glutes and bulging biceps or anything like that. You, you, but you will become fit, you will become healthier, um, not just physically but mentally as well. Mm. Um, and, and, and socially, yeah. you're in a group setting straight away, yeah. you're meeting other people, you're working with other people in the same boat as you. Um, You've got that massive social environment to yeah. then go speak with more people, um, which I think you mentioned already in terms of meeting new people. Because yeah. even though we do have the internet to talk to people, I think in this maybe I sound like an old man saying this, but in this day and age, often we don't have as much face-to-face contact with people, no. um, and there's probably less like societies of stuff like I don't know social clubs and stuff like that. So again, a group setting. It's a nice way just to kind of meet a few different people. You never know who you're going to meet. Um, network with a few people there. And yeah. I think that kind of wraps up kind of the group set and stuff. Yeah. I think it moves us nicely on to our own project that we've got coming up. So, Chris, tell Indeed. everyone all the what one listener that we've got. What we've, we've got, got two. two. I've got a mum, you've got a mum. That's two. Yeah, oh, and, and the uh, girlfriend. Uh, she's she's well, that's three. She's created about five counts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tell Great me. Stuff. That's going to get us to double digits yep. if she's got five. <laughs> so, so just get my sister on board and then might slowly start to get to 11 people. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so tell these lucky viewers <laughs> and listeners what they're, uh, what's coming up. Cool. So uh, I'm going to try and get my dates right. What day are we on? I think is it 25th? Yep, Wednesday, cool. So, Wednesday the 25th, we've actually started a Eat, Lift, Lose, Biggest Loser Bootcamp. Bit of a mouthful. Um, been practicing all day for that. <laughs> I haven't actually, you probably should have, and it would have come out a little bit smoother. Um, so yeah, we're starting our Biggest Loser Bootcamp, and it's going to be a four-week free challenge, and what we're looking to create is kind of, I guess it's almost a launch or an intro kind of into what we're about, um, yep. but we're having it for free. And on Wednesday the 25th, no payments. Wednesday the 25th, we are launching a workshop where we're going to talk through like the basics of nutrition, cover off a few different bits, have a bit of a Q&A, and then kind of outline the actual bootcamp challenge itself in terms of what it involves. Yeah, um, I won't go into specific details, probably because I can't remember them off the top of my head, um, with all of the different expectations, but as it is a free challenge, we've set a few expectations. Um, they're nothing too extreme. Um, but it is a little bit around nutrition, a little bit about your steps, and there is a small deposit of £75 to pay, which is 100% fully refundable when you meet those kind of really uh, simple simple and clear kind of expectations. There's nothing like, oh, you didn't do a few steps that day, you're not going to get your deposit back. It's not the first thing. 
that deposit is more just to say, okay, I've committed to this, I'm going to stick it out for four weeks, and yeah. then you can have it back in yeah. four weeks. Um, um, so yeah, we're launching up on the 25th, and then we're going to be cracking through three bootcamp sessions a week for the following four weeks after that. And at the end, we've actually got a winner, so it's a free challenge, and there's a £50 voucher of your choice. Um, any shop, you, any brand do you want. Whoever you fancy, whether that's... As long as we can purchase it. <laughs> yeah, as long as they do gift cards. Yep. You can have a gift card from them. Um, and that'll wrap up the challenge nicely, and we'll probably have a bit of a celebration at the end. Um, I'll have a rum and diet coke, maybe a few tequilas. Yeah, um, a snake bite. Let's <laughs> get on the heavy stuff. <laughs> I haven't had that since I was like 20, 21 back at uni, a snake bite. Yeah. Oh, that's a real throwback. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, it is just a place where we can then bring some people together. Um, everyone's kind of got their all different starting points, um, and then we can go through that challenge together. There's nothing I find better than kind of being in that same boat together, working towards a common goal as a group, and then progressing from there. So, is there anything you want to add to that? I think um, the, that's what our challenge is. Yeah, overall. it is, as Chris said, it's taking place on the 25th of October, so next Wednesday, at the current in Wanstead. So if any of you don't know where that is, um, jump yourself onto Google and find out where that is. It's just at the top of the High Street, on Wanstead High Street. Um, and everything you need to know regarding the challenge, um, if, you, the point. <laughs> if you go and find us over on Eat, Lift, Lose, either on Facebook or Instagram, you will find everything you need to know, um, where to sign up for, and a bit more detail on the expectations and just a basic overview of the challenge. Yeah. Um, so again, that is Eat the Flues on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also catch us if you are watching through YouTube. You can listen on iTunes now. Um, and if you are listening on iTunes, you can catch us up on YouTube. Um, just to wrap things up. There you go, Mum, there's a link. Yep. Um, uh, where can they find more stuff on Just Yourself? Um, if you want to find stuff about myself, go check out Bell Fitness. Um, that's on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So it's V E L E. Bell Fitness. Um, by all means, drop it's me. Belly Fitness. Belly Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, everyone's always said Belly or Belly. Um, and yeah, it doesn't bother me, it just kind of sticks. Some of my friends call me that. Um, so yeah, go and check that out if you want to kind of follow me on there. Um, I'll probably be just as active on there and try and be just as active on our Eat the Blues channel, which we got together. Um, yep. And what about yourself? Where do people find you, Brad? Uh, you can find my awesome face on Instagram and Facebook at Bradley. G Fitness, um, just type that in and you'll find me eating a lovely cupcake. Um, I'm not on Twitter. Whose um, cupcake was it? Um, it was your cupcake. It wasn't mine, it was my sister's. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Provided by your sister. Um, um, I can't remember. Uh, baked by Maria, I think it was. Yeah, good cupcake. It was uh, good. It was even better when I was eating it what you were doing by some cups. Um, I know which one I'd rather hold. Yeah, the cupcake. It wasn't the way it was. Um, yeah, so I think that's a wrap for this week's episode hopefully we haven't bored you too much um if you haven't have... made it to the end yet i don't think 
Yeah, no, probably not. If they have made it to the end, good full on credit to them. Yeah, maybe they're just like they've left it on play by accident and they've yeah. gone to they've got so bored that they're probably reading a book. Um, Stuck it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you've got any questions that you want us to cover in the Eat Lift Lose Eat Lift Lose show, there we um, go. Get it right. Um, just give us a shout on Facebook or Instagram. And we will get your question answered. Um, or if you've got a topic that you want us to cover, um, feel free to ask. But Definitely. we hopefully will see some of you guys at our boot camp. That would um, be great. It would be great. And I think that's all of us from uh, for today. Yeah, So Let's wrap it up. I hope you all have a great week. And peace out. Cool. Take care, guys. <laughs>